It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. I made it to Wednesday, hump day. Hump day! Welcome in, Spears on Sports. That sounds like Scooter earlier today. <laughs> Spit that thing out, man. That is disgusting. Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. John Spears in studio. Tower starting, calling me out. Yeah, you know, it was gross. <laughs> it was gross. Uh, it was Wednesday, February 21st. Uh, nothing happened last night. I got news for you. Nothing happened. Mm-mm. So we're going to talk um, uh, financials. We're going to talk about, uh, you know, retirement uh, plan. I'm, I'm going to be like Dave Ramsey today. I'm going to go ahead and end the show now, okay, if you don't mind. Fine. <laughs> M&M Carnage Hotline's open, 502-384-1450, 384-1450. Thornton's text line open as well, 502-414-1450. You can text the show at that number, and don't forget to stop by Thornton's to get your icy cold thirst quencher. Got mine today. I have no sodas left at home. That I'm means out. you're done, right? It means I'm done at home. And if I don't have them at home, that's great because I will drink three, sometimes four, 16-ounce bottles in a day Jeez. of Pepsi. So I'm out. I'm out. And I'm not getting any more. And I told my wife not to get any more. I'm going to be on the water. Now, when I leave the house, all bets are off. <laughs> if we go out to eat, for example, I'm going to get a soda. If I go to the, I'll go to the U of L game tonight, I will get a soda with my dinner. But as far as just sitting at home and drinking, this has got to help me. Yeah. It's got to help me. Sure. But I still, because they're a sponsor, felt obligated to go buy Thornton's. Now, admittedly, I didn't have to get a Pepsi, right? That's true. But Try the vitamin water one time. I looked at all of of the choices, and my cup just involuntarily, (laughs) I couldn't help it. It My hand was drawn over to the Pepsi tab. So that's what I did. You should stop by, though, because it's a gorgeous day out there. Golf day, baseball day. It is just – are you playing today? I'm debating it. I just – I can't decide what I want to do. I, I either need a lazy – Go hit some balls at least. Right? I either need a lazy day or I want to go out and play golf. At least go go to the range. Uh, range doesn't do anything. You don't like me. range? No. Hitting some balls? I'd rather be aiming at a target. What's her name? Trying to get it up. Ah. <laughs> uh, all right, so there you go. Go by Thornton's. Hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502. By the way, 89 cents for 32 ounces or smaller. Uh, maybe I should just go, do they have a 20-ounce cup? Yeah. 16 ounce? I'm Yeah, they have smaller. I should probably do that. It's still a buck or 89 cents, I should say. But uh, <laughs> it's hard not to go the full 32 when I know, when I know this is probably the last soft drink I'm going to have today. It's in the back of my mind. Drink it now. You're not going to get another chance. But you just said you're going to well, have another Well, tonight one. I will. Normally I won't. Uh, all the locals are in action tonight. Kentucky, Louisville, <laughs> Indiana. <laughs> Everybody's playing tonight. By the way, UConn, best team in the country. We said it about Purdue. We said it about UConn. We're saying it about Houston now because UConn got smacked last night. 85-66, the Creighton Blue Jays with their first program win in history over a number one team in the country. Did they rush the floor? They rushed the floor. Uh, they were. It was a uh, controlled rush. 
Nobody bothered the UConn players as they were trying to get off the court. I did read that Danny Hurley had a little semi-altercation verbally with some fans as he was leaving the arena. But Yeah, talking about punching one of them or something? Eh, he's a Hurley. What do you expect? <laughs> Uh, but they were they were humbled last night, and that's you know that's going to happen this year. Everybody's everybody is eligible to win the tournament. I understand that the top four seeds, maybe three seeds. I don't know what to think about Arizona, but UConn, Houston, Purdue, they're going to be number one seeds, barring an absolute meltdown, and they are probably the best three teams in the country. But it doesn't mean they're unbeatable. It doesn't mean they're unbeatable. Purdue gets beat by a team that fired their coach on Wednesday last week. And then they win over, you know, Ohio State wins over Purdue. I know it was at Ohio State. That does matter, by the way, because two more system wins last night, 2-0. and Hell. And then UConn last night, UConn led by eight points early. Early in that game. Led by eight. And... Creighton hit a bunch of threes. UConn fell apart offensively. The big man got in foul trouble early. That hurt him a lot. What's his name? Klingon. Klingon. <laughs> I always think of Star he, Trek. He was clinging on Klingon. the bench. Uh, uh, where's the rim shot for that one? <laughs> he was uh, clinging onto the bench. <laughs> Creighton was 14 of 28 from three. And Connecticut, Connecticut was three of sixteen, so a thirty-three point difference from the three-point line, and that is why everybody can beat anybody. Anybody can beat everybody, even Louisville. I hate to say that, but they had Texas beat early in the year. Who Indiana had Kansas beat early in the year. Anybody can beat anybody. Um, so they're a fun tournament this year. That, that, by the way, that was not one of the system games system scooter. You were on it last yesterday. I got to give you props. I said, how can I bet Missouri? How can I do it? They're terrible. They haven't won a game in conference. They're behind Vanderbilt in the sec. That should tell you all you need to know eight and 18 overall. And they didn't win. But Tennessee was an 11-and-a-half-point favorite. It winded up 12-and-a-half at game time, so people were on the same page I was here. Missouri cannot keep this game close. Missouri led at halftime (laughs) 29-24. And your boy Dalton Connect, Mm -hmm. uh, the next big thing at Tennessee, he was 0-for-6 from the field, 0-for-2 from three. At 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 halftime. At halftime. Uh, I was at the St. X game last night, and I checked because I was like, God, Tony, look at this. Scooter's going to win this. Can you believe this? <laughs> 72-67, Tennessee does pull it out in the end for their 20th win. But that's a system winner for Missouri. Utah State, who has been ranked on and off this year, was at home against 19th-ranked San Diego State, who has been in and out of the top 25 this year. And Utah State was a two-and-a-half-point favorite. They win it 68-63. There is another system win. 2-0 and last night was the system. Five games tonight, including New Mexico at home, unranked, is a seven-point favorite over number 22, Colorado State. Sheesh. The Fighting Steve Alfreds are a seven-point favorite against a ranked team. No, you did it again. 
Steve Alfred's with Nevada. Who am I thinking? Richard Patina. Yeah. You do that every time with every New Mexico. Time. New Mexico and Nevada. <laughs> I think they're the same state. I think we only got 49 states in this unit. They're the same in this union. They're the same state. <sighs> I do Can like, we start the show over? I do I'll start like, it without, a, uh, <laughs> without that thing. You want to do that? I will tell you, I do like three of the system games. You like tonight. LSU tonight. I like LSU. I like George. Kentucky, by the way, is a six-point favorite. I like George Mason. Uh, against Dayton tonight, George Mason seventeen and eight, and and it, that is a weird. That's one of the. That's like Missouri. It's a weird spread because Dayton's only two and a half. Mm-hmm. Two and a half. I like Miami as well. They're getting six and a half. I think Duke stinks, and I like Miami too. And I'm only giving five and a half there. So and you know what? I have to deal with that. I like New Mexico as well. So go ahead and give me four of the five. So you don't like Penn State? I don't like Penn State. Getting no. eight eight from Illinois? No, not, not crazy about that one. Okay. Well, that's the only one that you don't like. Yep. That means they're all going to lose. <laughs> didn't all say I was lose. betting them. Well, you, well, I've already bet them, so <laughs> it doesn't matter to me. The only one I didn't bet was uh, LSU. Couldn't do it? Uh, no. I, I always bet the local teams in a parlay. So, basically, I would have been betting against myself. So, I got my Kentucky. I, I cheated today. I cheated. What do you mean? Well, I got Kentucky, and I got Indiana. And a, and a um, I think I'm getting one there, getting a point there. But I'm money lined them. With Indiana? Yeah. Indiana's underdogs? Yes, plus one. You're kidding. As I speak. Why would I lie? I bet it. Let me hang on. Let me pull out my betting that's, that's paper amazing. here. I've got to pull up the app right now. Let's see. Uh I well I money lined it. So yeah. Minus one oh six money line, but plus one on the spread. Um but I cheated because I took Notre Dame. Why would you do that? It's a local team, in my opinion. I had to pick between Notre Dame and Louisville. I took Notre Dame. Notre Dame's hardly a local team, John. Uh, for us Catholics, Notre <laughs> if you're a Catholic in any state, California, Alaska, you Hawaii, it doesn't Dame. matter. Notre Dame is a local school. Louisville favorite. Been by that the way. way since I was one year old, Scooter. I was brought up that way. We love Notre Dame, mostly football. To be fair, it mostly just meant football. But, uh, you know, it's stuck. Look, when you you know how it is. When you're brought up one way, it's hard to get out of that well, habit. Well, since you went away from what you've been doing all season. <laughs> Louisville will win. I hope Louisville wins. Well, I'll be there. I, 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 by the way, going to Louisville baseball today. I know you're deciding nap or golf. I'm deciding nap or Louisville baseball. And I think I'm going to Louisville baseball. You've got a heavy sports day upcoming. The cards are at home for their opener at Jim Patterson Stadium. 3 o'clock against Xavier. Louisville is 0-2. They lost two out of the three scheduled games in in uh, South, at South Florida last weekend, and were rained out in the third game. So uh, it would behoove Dan McDonald's team to get a win today. Speaking of baseball, yesterday Kentucky scored seven in the bottom of the eighth to come back and beat Moorhead State nine to five. These middle of the week games for Power Five schools are shots in the dark. Because you are going to get the best player, best pitcher usually from the opponent, whether it's Moorhead State, Murray State, Eastern Kentucky, Western Kentucky. You're going to get their best lineup, and you're probably going to get one of their better pitchers. While Kentucky, Louisville, Indiana are all going to do the same thing. They they do it for the whole season here, regardless of whether it's uh, conference play or not. They Friday, Saturday, Sunday is their three best pitchers. Mm-hmm. So in the middle of the week, it's a 
kind of a bullpen. It's a crapshoot. Yeah, it's kind of a bullpen game. And Kentucky did that yesterday. They were down seven to two. Uh, I'm sorry, five, five to two, two, going to the bottom of the eighth inning and scored seven runs and won it nine to five over Moorhead. But you lose a lot of these games. It just happens. Not uh, Kentucky. They were. I want to say last season they were eleven and one in midweek games. I think that's the number they threw out this morning. So just got to take care of business. Yeah, you got to do that because these games count almost as much as the conference games when it comes down to getting into the tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, and well, in- especially for a school like Kentucky who plays in the SEC, that's so good. You got to win as many of these midweek games. As I you agree. Can. Indiana twelve six over Miami of Ohio yesterday. I bet you didn't even know that. I did know that. I, I follow Indiana baseball. Yeah, but I, uh, KRC guys, I'm sure, don't bring that up. Oh, they no. probably brought up the Moorhead game, no. but they don't. They don't bring it. But Indiana I pay attention. Um, I, I, Indiana baseball's my only hope right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else did I do last night? Oh, I went to San, I went to Seneca. Watched Saint X and Seneca. Seneca was up one at halftime. Uh, they got a kid named House who is averaging 27 a game. Jeez. He's really good. And he did not miss in the first half. Not one shot? And I don't think so. And in the second half, that he was – St. X kept double-teaming him the whole night. He was wore out. Tigers won by 30. They were <laughs> down one at halftime, one by 30. That's a good second-half performance. That's pretty good. Who was big? Who was who was the best last night? Uh, Jeremiah Jackson was good for St. X. Mm-hmm. Chance Dillingham had 22, I think. But uh, Man, they, Chance is fast. They all played well in the second half. First half, it, it was – I think there was some paint peeled on the locker room wall at halftime because <laughs> Coach Klein was not happy with the guy. You could tell as he headed to the locker room. Uh, but, again, we are – and I know Matt talks about this with Indiana. We're on the cusp of the uh, boys' tournaments on both sides of the river here. Yeah. Start next week. District's over uh, here. Sectional's over in Indiana. Yeah. So, here here we go. Here we go. And this is the best. Sectional's 25-3. and three. Here's what happened, Scooter, and I'm not saying it's me, okay? I don't want to take complete blame here, but I I go to, I took the Bellerman job this year, Mm -hmm. which really knocks me out of doing a lot of St. X games. Mm -hmm. Bellerman's 6 and 21. St. X is 25 and 3. I'm not blaming myself for both of those things happening, but I got to say there's a correlation. St. X lost three games. They lost one game in the state of Kentucky to Trinity, a game that I happen to call on the radio. So is it me? <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say it. Should I not do the St. X North Oldham game on Friday night? You were just I'm uh, scheduled to do it. You were just a year off. You should have started all this next year. Oh, man. Well, I'd get that game, though, on Friday should be a lot of fun. Should be fun. We'll have it right here, I think, right here on the Big X. I will update you Friday as to exactly which channel it's on. But I think we're on the Big X Friday. Uh, Tony Burke and I will bring the all the action. St. X North Oldham. It's a weird senior night because St. X has one senior player, one senior manager. Trevor Schubert, the senior player, doesn't play uh, what you would call meaningful minutes. He didn't even get in in the game I did against Mayo. He's like the human victory cigar. Yeah. He did hit a three last night against Seneca when St. X was up 25. But uh, so you got one senior who doesn't play a whole lot, and then one senior manager. So it's a that's a weird senior day. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what the festivities are going to be like. Well, they'll they'll do like the cheerleaders and stuff too. You know how many cheerleaders Saint X has? Did you? Were they at the mail oh, game? Oh, because they don't have women. Were they? <laughs> were they at the mail game? Hilarious. No, no, no. Were they at the mail game? They don't have cheerleaders. Scooter. They've got forty. 
at least. 40 cheerleaders? It's crazy. Women? Yes. From uh, the Catholic schools around the uh, county. Are you pulling my chain? Not or? at all. Trinity does the same thing. Really? The sales. I don't, yeah, no, they I weren't don't at the mail game. Sales has cheerleaders. Um, I feel like there are so many of them that the seniors stand on the baseline, and the not the uh, underclass women, I guess you would call them, go have to stand in a section of the stands and cheer. That's how many they got. I'm not. <laughs> I feel like you're lying to me. Somebody's gonna have to. Tony, text Scooter. Tell him I'm not lying. Tony, I hope you're listening. Text I, just, Scooter, I can't believe you. Yes, they have tryouts every year. I guess it's no cut now. When you got 40 cheerleaders, it's crazy. It's that's absolutely just, crazy. That's so strange having cheerleaders from other schools. I feel like Ed's here. We've gotten off track, <laughs> off the train tracks. Here. Well, you said you had nothing to talk about. I today, don't. So. I don't. I watched part of The Godfather yesterday. Oh boy. I had a free sh- <laughs> here's here's my story. Had a free Showtime preview, all right, and I didn't know when it ended. It's a free preview. They you know it's on for free. So this week I've gotten to watch Shooter and Jack Reacher and some of my favorite movies that aren't on other channels. And The Godfather was on, so I'm like, yeah, all right, Godfather. It is the scene toward the end of it's the first Godfather scene toward the end where Michael is uh, going to be. The uh, godfather to Connie's baby, and he's in the church, and he's going through the whole, the whole uh, procession there of, do you do you renounce Satan? All this stuff, and while he's doing that, all of his uh, lackeys are out killing other leaders of the other families, hmm. and all of a sudden it goes off. My preview ended. My free preview ended in the <laughs> middle of the most iconic scene of the movie. Which I've seen it, so I didn't. I wasn't too upset about it. But I was like, "Oh man!" At least you know what happens. I wanted to see uh, Mo Green get shot right in the eye while he was getting a massage. That was. Oh, have you seen The Godfather? No. You should have known that answer. (sighs) It is so embarrassing. (laughs) I think I'm gonna do. I talked to you about this the other day, a movie podcast. You did, yeah, with my buddy Ralph or Mm -hmm. Becco. We'll call him Becco. I don't want to give out his real name, although I just did. Um, Maybe this summer. Just do a pot, not not a show, not during the show or anything like that. We're not gonna, I'm not gonna waste precious sports, t- precious baseball talk uh, to do a, a movie podcast. I'm gonna do a weekly movie podcast and just pick one movie a week and talk about it. And you will not be the best producer for that. No, although if I got plenty of heads up, because, I can I can watch know, the movie and input. Because you know we can't just do Good Burger or whatever the mo- kind of movie you like. All right, let's take a break. All three locals in action tonight. We'll preview those games, talk about the scores, top 25 scores from last night, and uh, try to give you some winners tonight as well. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big A. Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Carnage. John Spears in studio. Scooter Dingus manning the uh, other microphone today and the uh, board. You got you okay over there? Yeah, I'm good. I know it's uh, – I couldn't do it. Got 33 minutes left. I couldn't do it. But, yeah, sure uh, you could. Well done. Well it's, done. It's you. not as hard as you think. That's why That's why I gave you a gift card for Christmas. I uh, <laughs> already used it all. You get it done. Well, come on. Can't get, <laughs> I can't buy everything for you. 
Roosters only last so long. Got a text from uh, Tony that said 37 cheerleaders for St. X. That's incredible. That is, they played a football game this year where St. X had more cheerleaders than the other team had players. What team was that? I don't remember, but I'm sure he's not making that up. Uh, also, Phoenix Hill Richard sent me a picture of DeSales cheerleaders. Why he has a picture of DeSales cheerleaders <laughs> is a question that I do not really want answered. But uh, I was wrong. DeSales does have female cheerleaders as well. That's so strange to me. So we're not we're not just making that up. How many all-boys schools are in southern Indiana? I can't think of one. Well, there you go. So we got them. Got to have cheerleaders in these games, man, especially football. Football, you got to have cheerleaders, man. Come on. Uh, Seneca had cheerleaders last night. Well, they're boys and girls, right? They had one cheer, though. It was kind of, I don't think they train a lot. <laughs> Let me guess. Defense. <laughs> Defense. No, they spelled out Red Hawks. Well, that's pretty good. Yeah, they spelled out Red Hawks. So, that was good. All right, uh, the TBT is coming back this summer. Woo. I've seen, uh, are you excited about this? Because I don't get it. A little bit. I mean, it's it's nice to have basketball in the middle of the summer. Although it's it's kind of meaningless basketball, but it makes it fun when we've got the local teams. I know we're going to have a Kentucky and a yeah. Louisville team. I, I wish we had an Indiana team, but there's been Indiana guys throughout the years play on TBT teams, but I, I wish we had an exclusive Indiana So I team. guess, so again, I didn't pay attention to this last year. Um, Oh my God, I just got a text. Phoenix Hill Richard's daughter cheered for the sales. That's why he's got a picture. Now I feel bad. <laughs> he is off the hook, but that but I now I feel bad. Um <laughs> she went to presentation at all girls school and she cheered for the sales. That's how it works, Scooter. How it works over on the so, side of the river. So do the boys schools all boys schools are is it one high school that they're associated with that the cheerleaders come from? Or No, no. They can come from just all any, over any of the other Girls high schools. Yes. I, I would love to know how the girls get in the like how they de determine which school they want to cheer for. Uh, some of them have brothers that uh, go to the other schools. Um, now there is sort of a, I mean Trinity is kind of aligned with Sacred Heart. Saint X is kind of aligned with Assumption. Uh, the sales, I guess, is kind of aligned with Presentation. I guess, although. Mercy is in there somewhere as well. So, I don't know. Yeah, that's I don't know. weird. Uh, back to the TBT. Back to regularly scheduled programming here. Uh, so, so explain this to me. Louisville has a team. It's a five-on-five, five, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Peyton Siva, Montrez Harrell, by the way, are the first two that have been announced that are going to play this year. And they'll have a like a mini tournament in, in uh, the Yum Center or Freedom Hall. Basically, yeah, like a region. And four teams, and whoever I comes out of that advances. Is I that, don't. I don't know the exact number of teams. Four sounds but right. But whoever comes out of that advances to whatever the semifinals yeah. or the quarterfinals Which, or whatever. It's going to be a lot of fun this year because Kentucky is going to have a team. Well, and the Louisville winner, the re Louisville regional winner, will play the Lexington regional yes. winner. So you could have a Kentucky-Louisville matchup, and which the, would the be only, a lot of fun. The only player I've heard from Kentucky so far is Eric Bledsoe, who was on that 2010 team uh, with Wall and uh, Boogie Cousins. Uh, that's the only Kentucky Wildcat I've heard. Have you? Have the guys talked about anybody else? Just I've just heard Eric Bledsoe. Yeah. So if it's Bledsoe against Stephen Harrell, the Cards are going to win if that's it. I mean, you got to get some more players out there. But it's five <laughs> on five. 
not, it's not, not the three the ice cube or ice tea three on three tournament. Right, right correct. Yeah, okay. it's five on five. But it's going to be tough for Kentucky to get guys when all theirs are in the NBA. Ooh, that's a nice. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We lost because we couldn't get Booker to play. <laughs> AD's a little busy. Could you imagine if they could use their NBA guys? Holy smoke! This man, they'd win it so easy. <laughs> they'd win it so easy. Who's on the bench for that team? Who's the starting five for Kentucky? I mean, if you're using NBA yeah, guys, yeah. it's got to be AD, Booker. I'd throw Shea in there. Fox? Who I'd, starts at point, Shea or Fox? I'd probably have Fox be coming Shea, off the really. bench, which is yeah. wild. Oh, my God. Carl Anthony Towns has got to start as well. Uh, he'd be the four. I guess you put AD at the five or you got two fours. I don't know who Either you'd put way. at the three. Um. Well, I'm we're missing well, Julius Randle if he's healthy. Yeah, there you go. Good grief! How about the size of that line? Julius Randle. Jeez. Good luck. They had six guys, seven guys that uh, that were chosen to play in the All Star game. Randle was hurt, but they had six guys playing. Did the you see the SEC's Twitter post about that? No. SEC posted. We got eight guys in the All Star game, most of any other conference, because there was Anthony Edwards from okay. Georgia. Okay. The other seven were Kentucky. <laughs> so that was such a stupid tweet. Yeah, that's, yeah. Such a dumb tool. SEC Network, baby. <laughs> They're proud. They're proud. Oh, God. That, that, okay, so. By the way, TJ Walker texted me. He maybe said, I'll watch. He said, Shea Booker, Jamal Murray, Randall on AD. Jamal Murray. We forget Jamal yeah. Murray. Yeah, I don't think, uh, who, uh, I don't know if Cat starts. I think you go small with AD in the lineup. You yeah. put AD in there and you go, you go small. Bring Cat and. Maybe Box AD and Randall are your two big guys. And then you go, what, Shea, Booker, Murray? That'd be a, be a hell of a team. Wow. Got some shooting going on there. Uh, all right, but in, in Louisville would have Donovan Mitchell, which they can't. Mm -hmm. Jordan Wara, which they can't. Uh, Terry Rozier. <laughs> Scary Terry, absolutely. That's about it, right? Rick Pitino comes back to coach. <laughs> Speaking of Rick, they got Georgetown tonight. You know, you went on a rant. You called your players out, even though you said later you didn't call your players out. I don't know how that works. Uh, they're slow-footed. They can't move laterally. They can't guard, so they foul. They got Georgetown on the road tonight. They better beat Georgetown. Now, Rick's not in danger of losing his job or anything what if they like lose? that. But what, what kind of rant do we get if they lose? Oh, it could be fun. Man, I remember. <laughs> and look, I know I'm an old man, and this is – Wayback Machine and all that stuff. But, man, Georgetown and St. John's used to be, back in the mid-'80s, appointment viewing. Patrick Ewing against Chris Mullen. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's John Thompson and Luke Karnaseka going at it. Those were those were the good old days, Scooter. You're too young to remember them, and that's probably a good thing for you. At least I know all those guys. But, uh, wow. T.J. Walker. My cousin Skyler is a cheerleader for the Tigers, San X Tigers. Well, there you go. So there you go. I can't believe you thought I was lying about this. I well, it was just the way you were saying it. You had the little smirk on your face, and <laughs> I don't know. I, you're one of those guys that's tough to read. You can easily joke with me, and I'd not know. Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> uh, okay. Now, the, I, I love Arizona guy. He, he doesn't text in, until he's angry with me. Okay. <laughs> And he's right here, okay? Arizona guy here. Arizona is good. The Pac-12 is bad. 
Their schedule has some nice wins on it. It does. And a couple baffling losses. It does. Bottom line, with all the parity in the NCAA, Arizona could make a Final Four get knocked out by Princeton again in the first round. Tommy Lloyd has been unbelievable in the regular season. Tournament success hasn't happened. If they play a team that likes to run and gun, I like Arizona, but they may not score 45 against Houston. Woof. Here's the problem, and it's a problem every year. I don't watch the West Coast teams. I don't. I know UCLA stinks this year for some unbelievable reason. Uh, Bronny James has not made USC a consistent winner in any stretch of the word. Arizona's been in the top five all year long. They must be really good. Arizona State and Bobby Hurley stink. Um, who am I? Who am I? I, went, I saw Washington up close with uh, Keon Brooks, who's very good, but that team is very inconsistent. Uh, Utah, I saw them up close, but they, uh, you know, they got a lot of guys that are 28 years old and, and can shoot a little bit, but. They got a big win on Tuesday night or Monday they, night. They got a lucky win over UCLA. Was that Monday? I think that was Monday. Yeah. Uh, so Pac-12, I don't see a lot of games. I try to, but the eyelids just start to close at about eleven o'clock, and I'm I can't stay. That's just well, that's how a, it is. That's a shame because it's the last time you're ever going to be able to watch them. Oh wow! I didn't think about that. You know what? I thought about this today as I was driving over here. As a matter of fact. Ohio State, Michigan, in the Big Ten, you know, being the leader of the Big Ten football, that's that's getting ready to stop. Oh yeah, absolutely. Does USC and Oregon in that conference yep. throw in Washington, who was in the national championship game this year? Well, and you, I mean, all of about, a sudden you don't just have to beat Penn State if you're Ohio State, and Michigan, right? Well, and that's what I was going to say. Think about a team like Penn State as well, who's been on the come up the last few years. Yeah. <sighs> Big Ten's going to be brutal. I'm I'm serious when I say Indiana may never win another football game. <laughs> may never do it again. Uh, Northwestern, by the way, I just saw this. They're playing, they're playing at Wrigley Field this year. Hmm. Not against Indiana, though, I don't think. Uh, Arizona guy says, I love you, John. Text I text all the time, and it's rarely about Arizona. Yeah, he's right, as I go back and look at these texts. He, yeah, he's right. Again, E-me. When it's an E-me, I'm going to tell you it's an E-me. So where did I see this about Northwestern playing in Wrigley Field this year? Well, they don't have a home stadium this year, right? Oh, I guess so. They're going to play all their games in Wrigley Field. Not all of them. Wrigley and Soldier Field. Yeah, there's other other venues on the table as well. Okay. Is what I was reading. I'm going to sound like a guy that doesn't do any research because I am a guy that doesn't do any research. Why do they not have a stadium? Yeah, I don't know about that. I, don't, I have no idea what's going on. Well, you're my research that. guy. What are well, you talking about? I'll, I'll delve into it a little bit here. See what I could Well, I was up. going to uh, preview the three games tonight. I've still got 20 minutes to do so about. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. And I will do that after the break. Let's go ahead and uh, pay some bills here. Come back. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big A. back. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. Final segment on this hump day. Woohoo! I was uh, 
I didn't hear the music. I was watching uh, Dennis Gates, Missouri head coach, go off last night in the post game <laughs> as we came back. What did he have to go off about? Um, he was talking about his team's inability to draw fouls, and he said, "I think we suck at it. We're bleeping terrible." And he didn't say bleeping. <laughs> so there you go. Go on. You know what? When you're over in conference, you're gonna have a couple blowups. That's just the way it is. All right. Uh, last night. Uh, scores from around the country. I mentioned Creighton's upset of number one, UConn. Creighton's ranked 15th. They were playing at home. So even though it's an upset, it's not like, you know, DePaul came in there and beat UConn. It was, it was Creighton. Uh, BYU, another top 25 matchup. My BYU Cougars, who I've seen in person, knocked off 11th ranked Baylor, 25th ranked BYU, 78. The Baylor Bears 71 last night. I watched a lot of that game when I got home. That was a good one. That was fun. Baylor, <laughs> um, BYU simple. They make shots. They make threes. They win. They don't make threes. They got no chance. So I bet them to win it all at 50-1. to one. I need six straight games where they hit 14 three-pointers, and I got a shot. I don't love it for you. <laughs> don't love it. Uh, St. Mary's uh, hung on last night. 18th ranked Gales beat uh, San Francisco 70 to 66. Did you watch that one? I did not. No. Started at 11:15. Yeah, I was in bed. I saw the first 15 minutes. Again, West Coast basketball. Whew, it's hard. It's hard for me. Uh, Texas Tech escaped last night at home against TCU. 23rd ranked Red Raiders 82 and the Horned Frogs 81. It was a good one. Tonight, um, top-ranked team in the country that's playing is seventh-ranked Marquette. They're at home against the 3-22 and DePaul Blue Demons. What do you think spread is, Scooter? Uh, probably like 16-and-a-half. 25-and-a-half. Holy moly. <laughs> 9 o'clock on FS1. If you literally have nothing else to do in your life. <laughs> I'll find something. Um, we're watching that. Eighth ranked Duke is at Miami. That is a system game. Duke's five and a half. I'm only giving you five and a half here, Scooter. Let me see what I got. You you said it was six and a half, didn't you? Uh, yeah. Let's see what I got over at the uh, factory here. Uh, I got as uh, Harry Doyle would say, "Oh Christ, I can't find." It. Oh hell, I got seven. I got seven. But I'm look. I wrote down five and a half, so that's what I'm giving. That's what the radio spread is, five and a half. So hopefully it's not a six-point. Well, I hope it is a six-point game. I'll win on my bet. But uh, I don't want to lose any of the system bets. Florida is at Alabama, top 25 matchup. 24th ranked Gators are playing better, but uh, Alabama's at home. They're ranked 13th. They're 18-7. and seven. Alabama's an eight-and-a-half-point favorite in that game. I didn't realize Florida climbed into the top 25. Good for yeah, them. Yeah, they're back. 6.30 tonight, Illinois, Penn State. We just saw Penn State's playing in a little arena that they haven't played a conference game in since 1996. I don't know why they're playing there. You know, Bellarmine had to play at Knights Hall last Saturday because there was a National Farm Machinery show mm-hmm. at uh, Freedom Hall. So, for whatever reason, Penn State's going back to an old venue, and they're trying to bring 12th rank Illinois in there and ambush them. Illinois is an eight-point favorite system game. By the way, yeah, I, I told you at the beginning of the show I hated that one, but the smaller venue, <laughs> I, I think I've, I, I'm have i going to be on Penn State. And that, that arena looks pretty cool, right? It looks updated. One level. It looks it, very clean. Yeah. Very clean. 
yeah, lighting looks good, but uh, it's this is an ambush. This is an ambush. No doubt about it. Uh, all right, tonight Kentucky and LSU. The Cats eighteen and seven, eight and four. LSU thirteen and twelve, five and seven. Now LSU is coming off a road win at South Carolina, sixty four to sixty three. That is impressive. Uh, Kentucky, uh, uh, again, very impressive road win over Auburn, seventy to fifty nine. But how do you follow that up? Kentucky last two games they've given up sixty three points to Ole Miss, fifty nine to Auburn. So the defense. I'm, I'm not jumping on yet to say, hey, this team can play defense. Let's see tonight. Uh, Are you a believer if they play good D tonight? I don't know what to think about LSU, to be quite honest about it. I will say this. Trey Mitchell did not practice yes uh, Monday Good uh, with that shoulder, so I don't know if he's going to play. Jalen, go ahead. As much fun as I had watching Trey Mitchell on the bench on Saturday, he had fun. I, didn't I'd, he? Pr- I'd prefer he doesn't play because that was high class entertainment. <laughs> that was awesome. He, he didn't look like his shoulder was bothering him when no. he was when he was telling those guys they were too small or or firing off the sniper. The, rifle. Yeah, the gun. <laughs> uh, Jalen Cook, LSU's leading scorer, is questionable with a hamstring injury tonight. Ooh. So keep that in mind when you uh, make your decision who to bet. Kentucky's a six point favorite. Uh, LSU, yes, they beat South Carolina, but but they trailed by 16 in that game. I think this was more a case of South Carolina spitting the bit than LSU just playing great. Busting everybody's parlays. And LSU ended a three-game losing streak going into that South Carolina game. So it's an LSU team that hasn't been playing very well. Mm-mm. They just beat South Carolina by one because South Carolina blew the game. I mean, they've won, what is it, three games in their last nine they're five and seven in conference. It's not good. Yeah, uh, Notre Dame and Louisville tonight. The um, Irish. <laughs> I don't know why I'm going to this game. <laughs> the Irish are nine and sixteen, four and ten in the ACC. They have a one game lead over Louisville. Cards are eight and eighteen, three and twelve. Seven o'clock. ESPNU. Tom Crean will be in the building tonight. Hell, that's why you're going. That's why I'm going. The former Hoosier coach, former Marquette coach, former Georgia coach. We'll be doing color tonight on ESPNU. Good to see him back on the sideline. I can't wait to sit down to dinner tonight at about 5.20 at the Yum Center with uh, Tom Green. You going to talk with him? Oh, we'll talk old times. You know, first game I ever covered as a media member was Louisville Marquette, Old Freedom Hall, and I sat literally 10 feet from Tom Green. I was in the end zone (laughs) right by the Marquette bench. He does not. (laughs) And it was very entertaining. They turned Louisville over on the first play of the game, and he's screaming at the bench, we're going to do this all night, all night long. And and they they did. They beat Louisville. Um, By the way, big game for Louisville if they want to finish outside of that last place spot in the conference. They've got to win tonight. You know, here's the other thing. Now, this is going to sound silly, but remember who didn't get to play in the ACC SEC challenge this year. Louisville. Louisville. If you finish last, you don't get to play the next year. So let's Surely win this, they'd win this that game. Up, right? I don't know. Well, and you've got the other teams coming into the conference. That's next true, year, right? That's true. So it might even, I think it's going to even up. SEC's adding two and the ACC's adding three. So yeah, going to even up, right? Maybe uh, Stanford will finish below the cards next year. <laughs> um, Notre Dame coming off a 58 55 win over Georgia Tech. 
They also beat Virginia Tech the time out before that. So it's a Notre Dame team that's playing better. They won back-to-back games for only the third time this year. Had lost seven straight. Seven straight before that. Marcus Burton, the freshman, uh, last five games, 17 and a half points. So he has grown up a little bit. And Indy's won three straight at the Yum Center. So that's why I like Notre Dame tonight. Will Scott Clark play? Probably not. Will Tyler Johnson with concussion symptoms play? I haven't heard. Surely that's gone by now, right? Uh, I don't know, Scooter. Concussion symptoms, they can last a while. They don't just fall, you know, all of a sudden you wake up and you don't have a headache. It's not you ever works. had a concussion? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> see what I did there? I see. See what I did. Uh, so uh, Louisville, a one-point favorite tonight, which surprises me after the way they played at Pittsburgh. Man, that was that was brutal. Well, I mean, they don't, what do you expect when you don't have a point guard? They don't play any defense, and they don't turn teams over. Now they can score. They proved it. They scored 100 in a, in a league game. They scored 92, I think, or 94 in a loss at Syracuse. They have been able to score the basketball, although they did not score the basketball against Pitt, and you bring up a great point. No point guard. Who's going to get it to the guys that can score? And if you don't have that. I mean, if you don't have either of those two guys, Mike James has got to bring the ball up the court, and he's one of your primary scorers. He and Trey White got to take turns uh, trying to beat the defense up the court. Uh, Notre Dame is not going to be as good defensively as Pittsburgh was. They're just not. But uh, you can't sit there and let them hit threes like Pitt hit threes, or you're just going to get run out again. And Notre Dame does like to shoot the three-pointer. Nebraska and Indiana, I know you really want to talk about this one. The Huskers are 18-8, and 8-7 eight, eight and seven in the conference. They are trying to get one of those top four seeds, one of those double buys in the Big Ten tournament. So it's a big game for Nebraska, a bigger game, I think, for Indiana. They're 14-11, and 6-8 and eight in conference, 8-30 Big Ten network. Uh, I got it as a pick em on my early morning do-your-homework notebook but uh in actuality i don't know what the spread is right now scooter can you look that one up i'll see what i can find here yep um but i got them as i got it as a pick them nebraska coming off a 68 49 win over penn state and indiana of course coming off that loss to northwestern 76 72 here's one for you scooter nebraska's 8-0 at home in conference 0-7 on the road wow and they're on the road yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't really understand the line. I know Indiana's been playing horrible as of late, but this is really a, a tell-all type of game, right, for Indiana? I don't disagree. I mean, if if they come out and play well, hey, there's they're showing a little bit of signs. I still don't think it's a team that makes the tournament, but at least it'll potentially make it fun for the rest of the season, whereas you lose this game, you're going to lose half the fan base. If a team is 0-7 in conference on the road and they come to your place, you better beat them. Yeah. I mean, it's really that simple. IU, though, has lost six of eight. They are the worst free-throw shooting team in the Big Ten at 66%. Mike Woodson made a good point in his uh, presser on, I think it was Monday, when he said, a close game, and you they make free throws and you don't, you lose. That's how you lose. Yep. And they're shooting 66%. Still is a pick by the way. Uh, I can shoot 66%. I think I, I think I can hit two out of three. I promise. Uh, Khalil Ware. Seven footer against Rink Mast, six ten big man for Nebraska. Hate Rink Mast because 
because he tears us up <laughs> every time. So you don't personally hate him. No, no. You probably, I, yeah, probably I have a beer with him and you'd be okay. Sure. Yeah. But you hate Once watching play. him play. Once his playing games are over. Yeah. Uh, first meeting, eighty-six to seventy in favor of Nebraska. Tomanaga, probably a name you don't want to hear right oh now. Had twenty-eight gosh. that night. He I forgot about that. Kid. He averages fourteen, and. He was celebrating every time the ball went through. The uh, and his if you remember. freaking parents were there. His family was they, there. They kept Japan. showing them. and Yeah, that was annoying. <laughs> Indiana had 19 turnovers in their first meeting as well. So you do that again, guess what? Nebraska is going to be 1-7 in uh, home and road games in the Big Ten. So there's your, uh, there's your lineup tonight uh, in college basketball for the uh, local teams. Other games of interest – that uh, are not necessarily top 25 games. I brought this one up earlier, St. John's and Georgetown. Um, that is fun for me. That's FS1, 7 o'clock. If I wasn't the UofL game, I would be watching St. John's and Georgetown and dreaming of long ago when Patrick Ewing and John Thompson were roaming the halls in Washington, D.C. Man, to watch that, you just got to be desperate. Um, yeah, I'll agree with that. I do. I like Alabama tonight, by the way. If I had one game to pick, I would say Alabama minus eight and a half. Florida has played well lately. It's time for Florida to play a bad game. Isn't that? Couldn't you say the same for Alabama though? No. No, Alabama just played a bad game and, and won, if I'm not mistaken, recently. So no. Uh, Clemson, Georgia Tech. Keep an eye on this one. Why? Because Georgia Tech's got four wins in conference too. If you're Cardinals, you just want to finish third to last, <laughs> right? You don't want to finish last. Beat Notre Dame. Have Clemson beat Georgia Tech on the road. Clemson's an eight-point favorite in this game on the road. I know it doesn't mean anything. I know there's only a minute or two left in the show, and I'm just basically wasting time here. I get it. <laughs> what are you uh, – did you decide yet, Napper Golf? I haven't. No, it's it's probably one of those things. I'll, I'll have to get home and assess the situation. I have I have a lot to do today. I do need to do some laundry and – <laughs> Clean up the house a little bit, but golf sounds so much more fun. Georgia Vanderbilt tonight. Nah, it does nothing for me. SEC Network. Pick them. It's a pick them. Where's it at? Georgia? It's in Nashville. Oh. Mm. Mississippi, Mississippi State, Egg Bowl basketball. Uh, Mississippi State at home, six and a half. That'll be Kentucky's next opponent mm -hmm. after the Alabama game. They'll, they'll go to Mississippi State. That's going to be a dangerous game especially if they beat Alabama at home. Yeah. Uh, but Miss Ole Miss is a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Remember when Chris Beard's team was top 15 and undefeated and sure hadn't did. played anybody in the out of league, and everybody thought, oh, look at Chris Beard. Look what he's doing here. Uh, those days are over. By the way, baseball, Aaron Judge talked yesterday for the Yankees. Yankees, man. Juan, their two three-hitters are going to be Juan Soto and Aaron Judge. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but Judge talked about his, his toe. He uh, injured it when he ran into the wall at Dodger Stadium last year. Hasn't been the same. Had surgery. And he, he said what most guys won't say, honestly, is I'm going to have to deal with this the rest of my career. And he, he why did you move to – why are you moving to center field? Because they don't want me crashing into walls down the right field and left field line. They moved me out of right field because they don't want me injuring that toe running into a wall – and there's less chance of it in center field. Uh, we'll have baseball predictions coming up. Tony Burke joins me tomorrow. Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage, Big X.